0: Welcome, everybody, to the final episode of the Doom Vision podcast, Impossible Landscapes. As you can see, we're all wearing masks. We're festive. We uh, we have our masquerade masks. Um, Troy, Tro- I'm going to kick it over to you for our tradition. Well, yeah, we're just going to go right into it, huh? Yeah.
1: Yeah, so uh, a Doom Vision tradition, since we've started doing the podcast, is taking a shot at the beginning. And a shot at the end to commemorate our, uh, our wonderful season. But this one, this one seems like it has a little more oomph in it, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. So after a full year, we are finally finishing uh, Impossible Landscapes. That's a big-ass line. And so <clears throat> we're going to do our commemorative shots.
2: You lick that hand. You want to lick mine?
0: oh i'll lick
1: something
2: i'm not joking
0: whoa hey (laughs) save that for the subscription tier that's a lot of salt you just put on your hand i did the same gonna burn
2: i'm not a fan of tequila so i need the salt and lime
1: well you need to pass the salt though oh pass salty to the right hand (laughs) side so can you
0: salt me i cat one last time
1: you did have a cat one last time so Couple things. Because this is such a monumentous occasion, uh, we, got, we got a couple people uh, we need to thank. First of all, uh, thank you to Melanie McLeod for making all of our awesome props this entire year, helping us with our set design. She did an incredible job bringing this to life. Uh, so uh, snaps for Melanie because we have salt on our hands. And then uh, we need to thank our director, Brandon McCloud, for taking time out of his busy schedule to come and sit and tolerate us for hours on end and, and direct our episodes. So snaps for Brandon.
3: Thank you snap for yourself. <laughs>
1: uh, thank you for everybody that watches kids while we do this. Uh, we greatly appreciate anybody that has taken the time to, to help us by watching kids while we're producing the episodes. So moms, dads, grandparents, snaps to you. and then uh a couple big thank yous one to dennis detweiler for writing such an amazing campaign it has been such a wild ride we've all enjoyed it we've stayed up late talking about it and uh texting each other back and forth constantly so just an incredible piece of art both written and the the paint that you've done Uh, thank you so much dennis so snaps for dennis uh, to Rachel and Shane Ivey, they have been great about communicating with us about Doom Vision and Delta Green and, and helping us along the way. Uh, so big snaps to them. Uh, to all of you that have consistently watched the show, whether you came in at season three, two, one, it doesn't matter. You've all been a part of the, the whole the whole Doom Vision vision. Oh, that was redundant, but fine. <laughs> um, thank you so much for spending your time with us, watching uh, on YouTube or listening on Spotify or Apple. Or Discord. Being on Discord, checking out our social networks. Uh, we couldn't do this without you. Big snaps to you guys. Love you, fans. And then snaps to all you guys. We've made it through our first full campaign. We have more coming. Uh, three seasons, but uh, we've had our ups. We've had our downs, but... uh. We at least all collectively made it to the last episode. So snaps to all of you guys. And snaps to you, Kevin, for fucking putting on a hell of a show every fucking week. Nice job, brother. Yeah. Thank you.
2: You've done a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful job. We love you.
1: Thank you. All right. So let's raise these shots in a toast to all of those people. Thank you so much for being a part of the Doom Vision family. We love you. And back to you at the studio, Kevin.
2: I feel like an asshole because I forgot to give Brandon a lime prior to this. I apologize, my love. I'm
0: pretty sure that happened last time, too. I'm
2: so sorry. I should have dropped one off. I'm so sorry.
0: Mm. Salt in my cat wound. Mm. Cat scratch fever. That's what I have. Mm. Well, I feel r- r- rip-roaring and ready to go. You guys made it through this... Um, War zone, right? Now you're in this clockwork, barely made it through. Thomas died. Barry sacrificed himself to buy you guys some time. Um, You've lost people. You've almost lost yourselves. What? what what's going through your guys' head? You guys are wounded. Sanity-wise, you've got nothing. We're almost there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, I'm,
0: the finish line.
2: I'm really disappointed that on our tables we didn't get elegant dress to wear to this ball. But maybe that's coming. Maybe it's not. I don't know.
1: No, he said he, said he had clothes for us.
2: Yeah. I want a beautiful ball gown. Yeah, it's just, a, just every girl's dream.
1: Tell him. You are beautiful without the ball gown.
2: Oh, thanks, boo. I'm really curious to see what's going to happen in this
1: ball. I'm excited to see the king in person.
2: Like... I'm picturing that one,
4: like, ball scene from, like, Van Helsing. Yeah. It's just going to be a shit show. You know
2: who I'm more excited to see than the king? Who? Fucking Abigail. We've been after Abigail since day one. I am so ready to lay eyes on that girl. And shoot her. (laughs) I'm not going to shoot her, but I'm, like, we've been after her since the beginning, and I just. She's the whole reason why we're fucking there. Yeah. I'm really ready to meet Abigail.
1: So what if we go into this ball like all elegantly dressed and it's like an eyes wide shut where it's just the masks and we're supposed to be naked? <laughs>
0: <laughs> or, well, or or you assume that and you walk in naked and everybody's dressed <laughs> like, We <laughs> will rise
2: to the occasion. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we, to, we will. <laughs> better to go in dressed than naked. We can always take off. We can't always put on.
1: I think if, if I'm... If we're gonna go, I'm gonna go full sin. I'm just gonna go in there in all my glory, hands on my hips, just cocking balls floating in the wind. Give <laughs> it up for cinnamon. <laughs> Ready for a king. Woo. <laughs> go in their helicoptering when they announce his name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my god. Well, I think everybody I think I understand how everybody feels. Does anybody have anything else they want to say before we get into this? We have an injured party today. Oh right, right, yeah, Jess. We had to bring in a special chair. She's uh, got a bad back, and also uh, we've been sitting here for a while. uh, So we've been going since nine o'clock this morning, and it is now almost six. Yeah, we are marathoning this this game. So, uh, yeah, so we're gonna go for as long as it takes.
4: That's right. I'm I'm prepared. I got ice. I got booze. Let's do it.
0: All right. Let's get into it. Let's get it on.
1: Delta Green, the role-playing game, is a horror-themed tabletop RPG that uses dice and collective storytelling to help shape the narrative of the game. The handler presents story elements and situations to the agents who have free agency to make choices that govern their characters' lives. In the context of this game, Delta Green is a covert agency embedded in the upper echelons of government to stop supernatural threats and to prevent those threats from ever being revealed to the world. We at Doom Vision are playing Impossible Landscapes, a campaign of scenarios set in the world of Delta Green. Impossible Landscapes was written by Dennis Detweiler and published by ArcDream Publishing. For more information, please visit delta-green.com or arcdream.com. All information will be listed in this episode's description.
0: Hi guys, so you're looking out. Oh boy. Poor boy. So you're looking out. Um, some of these items that you see around here. Um, and Ambrose, he's he's walking around, he's like fixing something, he's building something, he's just like this crazy builder guy. And he um so so um uh, you see this room is huge and full of bunch of things like i mentioned last episode um you see that there's a off to the corner like if you guys are just looking around i'm just gonna list off the things you find you find like a it looks like a ticker tape and it's feeding into a box a massive box and it's just like um is it printing out anything yeah there's words what does it say so it says things like uh so you pick it up and. Little
4: man in the little red room with the little red book.
0: No, it says, um, like, it looks like a stream of consciousness. Okay. And. I need you to. Who's reading you? Me. Like a luck.
4: Maybe I should read it to see if anything pops
1: out.
0: 3%. 3%? Okay. So. You, um. You're. It, it looks like it's a non-stop stream of, of like, a stream of consciousness from Asa mind. And okay. his thoughts are just printing out.
1: Anything of relevance at the moment?
0: Um, at the moment? Uh, no. No.
1: It doesn't look like he's in the middle of murdering a baby, or...
0: That's what the luck was for.
2: I knew I should have killed that motherfucker. If,
0: if, if you, if there was a the luck—if you failed, you were gonna find uh, a, a part of, you know, in—he th- was gonna be killing a baby. He was gonna be killing a child. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
2: I knew I should have killed him.
1: He might still have a chance.
0: Um, you find a, a should have found his bottle. So, mashed on, it on a table. You find a 1952 Smith Corona typewriter, property of NBC, stamped on the bottom. Next to it are piles of pages that, um looks like they form a typed copy of a teleplay called the Yellow Phantom for NBC Philco Television Playhouse. NBC, those initials stand out at
1: all? Like NBC, like the The channel. The 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 news channel. Oh, so somebody's producing The King
0: in Yellow for TV? Somebody did.
2: Oh, fuck.
0: So, so like, make an in times five there. One. One percent. Um, yeah, so, so this was, um, this was part of one of the, um, so 1952. So this was an adaptation of The King in Yellow. And... This was something that they were trying to stop. The, Del- the first time Delta Green became involved, this is what they were trying to stop. Was the TV adaptation correct? Okay. Yeah.
2: Did it actually air, or were they able to stop it?
0: Um, you're not sure. Like, that's not information that you ever gathered. Okay. Um, but you, it, it lines up with, with some of your other like, is it like a movie or a TV show pilot? No. Like a TV show pilot.
2: What was the date?
0: Um, it was in, well, the typewriter was 1952.
2: Isn't that around the time that Operation Bristol started?
0: And it was written in 1952.
2: Let's see. Isn't that...
1: That was 55, wasn't it?
2: Hang on. It was in the 50s, I'm pretty sure, when Bristol started. I thought it was 40s, but let me look. I could have sworn that was... (laughs)
4: Oh yeah, Bristol was fifty-five. Twenty-five. So. so
2: winter was fifty-four. T-total was fifty-three. Grand Stair was fifty-one. So it took them a couple of years to catch up to what was going on, and then they started Operation Bristol. Right. Okay.
0: So, hmm. um, you see another uh, stacks of the play, but it's the play that you found in the McAllister Building in nineteen ninety-five. Somebody was writing that as like a, uh, a play for the for that, for the residents of the McAllister building, mm-hmm. and
2: oh, the one I found in Thomas Manuel's apartment.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. It was, um, a, it was in French,
1: wasn't it? Like no,
2: Tom, no. It, it appeared like he was writing it. That's when we first heard Mark Rourke. Right. And, okay. Yeah. And the agents busted in at the end. That was like the final piece of that.
1: So, so Kevin, is this just? the king's way of giving us everything we didn't see on the way here
0: no no what this is is it's it's showing you that everything has been preordained and that there's multiple copies of all these things so like in this case there's a box with remember the receipt for abigail's apartment yeah you find a box with two dozen perfect uh perfect duplicates
1: so nothing that we're doing is a secret. They know that we're here. They know that we're in this room. The king knows. It, is that kind of what we're?
0: I would say, yeah. I mean, he would. Yeah. He would know. He's known everything up to this Every point. Like you were supposed made. to. Yeah. And so throughout time and all this, like it's almost like it's going to happen again. the The receipt you're going to find the receipt again. Like it time time is strange. And so you're going to you're going to do all these all this stuff again so, over and over and over again
2: speaking to ness in military terms is this like base of operations like it has the play it has the receipts it has everything in it that we've encountered during our journey so is this would this be almost like a base of operations
0: Th- this is a place where they're just creating things for the entire um campaign, basically.
2: Jesus Christ. Okay. What,
0: what is the guy's
1: name again? Ambrose. Ambrose. Can I call him over? Ambrose.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: All of these things, do you produce them?
0: Um, y- y- yes. Uh, yes, I do, and um, it's uh, all for the play. For the play? Yes, I, I, I have duties here and there, and um, yes, and I. I... Create copies and create machines and whatnot for for the play. Yes, I've always been here.
2: The original play, or is there a new one that's being made?
0: Oh no,
1: no, just the play. Do you distribute them as well? Oh uh, no, no, no.
0: Uh, people come and pick them up. Uh, various people, and 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 I receive orders from from uh, my friend here. And you look and that that child, that like clockwork child that gave you the that. Just. <laughs> And uh, he goes, oh, 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 oh yes, I, I need, I need to get back to work. Thank you. But he he pulls something out of her hand, out of its hand. Um, <clears throat> do you want to look around some more? Sure. Okay. Uh, you see, or did you, did you disagree? Oh
4: no, I'm gonna grab like two or three exacto knives.
2: <laughs> I'm gonna switch out <laughs> my guns and get brand new ones fresh ammo
0: you see uh there's an old looking desk and inside there's four finished and two half finished portions of scribbled sheet music and poems as you once saw on abigail wright's apartment wall you see a satellite you see a desk filled with dozens of satellite phones identical to that seer satellite phone that you had some of them are open with uh, half assembled and there's dirt partially packed inside uh nearby there's a large bell-shaped glass terrarium that contains hundreds of tiny gold bugs
4: Oh shit, you're coming in your
0: pants (laughs) Down to the smallest scuff Each one of these is identical And Is there Melonia plant in there?
1: Oh, I'm sure uh,
0: Inside the drawers of the desk There's small green vials and thin shoots of an unfamiliar tree Covered in Melonia plants It is a familiar tree to you
1: Okay, can I go over and collect like 50 of them?
0: Sure, yeah
2: I'm gonna pocket One of the bugs
1: can I go to your table? Can I have new guns, too? Can I grab? Yeah. <laughs> you probably should freshen up, too. Yep. I'm assuming there's ammo with these guns?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone I'm freshen gonna up. I'm going to
1: load my bag.
2: <clears throat> um, Ambrose.
1: Um, Just uh, a, a quick side note before you talk to him. We lost Thomas, which means we lost all the ammo in the backpack.
2: Oh, I'm discarding the kay. machine gun. It, those are... They're not small. No, I, I They're know. big. I'm not going to go into a ball carrying this. <laughs> that
1: might be the way um, to go though,
0: just mow the whole uh, thing down. No,
2: I'm not going to do that. Um I,
0: I have uh I have a couple more things. Uh let me list them out kay. and then and then we'll get there. So. Kay. Um you see there's a shelf that holds um it looks like the notebook that Timothy Bale had. He, he has co- there's copies of it. Um <laughs> And if you were to open it up, you see that there's notes indicating times and places where sigils should be used, including specific instances in which you guys used them. Demon sigils. I'll take one of those. Okay. Um so
4: Even future ones?
0: Uh no, just up until this point. Um. And then uh on, on a long low table, there's piled items. Each pile is marked with a name such as Barbus, Samagenia. And it looks like they have things that might be found on that person, like keys, wallets, business cards, um, notes on old receipts and so on.
4: Did they find Baby a... Baby teeth.
0: <laughs> I was going to say that to you, yeah.
4: Did they find yeah. a bullet in Sam and brain?
0: Ooh. <laughs> Up top, one time for the big dog. Woo-hoo. Atta girl. Um, and then you see a vast pile of items like radios, tape players, CD Walkmans, artificial limbs, <gasps> rolled red lo- uh, Wait, rugs, duplicates. What's in the
1: Walkman? What's in the Walkman? <laughs> What's in the Walkman? What's in the Walkman, Kevin?
0: It's uh, whatever album Gangster's Paradise is on. <laughs> um, Rest in peace, Marcus. And I loved him. Some of the items have been carefully packed into, bo- into boxes for transport. Um, there's the diagram on the side showing where the items should be placed on the wall. You see a shallow wooden crate inside. You would find long leather trench coat full of gas masks shotguns a recently oiled pump shotgun that looks as though it's new even though it's been stamped 1954 fully loaded and yeah so any other items that would mean anything to you just uh, stuff that you would have on your person like wallets and things like that you each all have a pile and anybody that you met would have had a pile of all their things that they would have had on their person
1: it's all been a show can I
4: all the world's a sage you know
0: that's what I hear uh, I want you guys to all make sanities for all of these things that you're coming you know to what? realize.
4: I want you to make a sanity roll.
2: I failed. I failed. Okay. I
4: pissed. I got it with an eight. Here for you, girlfriend.
0: Nice. Run. Nice. Okay. Um, I don't know if that's a good you thing. You take one point of sanity and...
2: Don't fuck me thinking.
0: Three points of sanity
2: <clears throat> Kevin.
0: yes absolutely. can
2: I roll? I don't even know if I need to roll. Can I roll like an in times five? I wanna look over all of this, process it. Do I get the feeling that we've done this before?
0: no you don't get the feeling that you've seen all this before no
2: because time is funny i'm mm-hmm. i'm looking at all this and wondering if we're almost stuck in a time loop and we've just been going through it over and over like i
0: you're you're wondering like after all this you're going you right to end up start right at the it? beginning
2: going to get my letter, hey, I found your wallet, go to New York City. Like, that I'm just going to get to the end just to go right back to the beginning.
0: Right. And you don't get an indication that okay. at, at this point that you would know that that's going to happen to you. Okay. No, you don't remember this happening. Okay. Yep. But it's good to check. I'm, I'm not against that. Um, one more thing that you find, last thing. On the far side of the room, away from all this stuff... It's just filled with hundreds of human-sized marionettes. And they're dangling from wires, and they're set into industrial tracks in the ceiling. Most of the marionettes are naked. And you see these porcelain limbs that are connected at joints with these leather bands. And their strange internal clockworks. Their faces are blank, without character. Now, near the far end of this room, the tracks, they merge into a single track above an open, old-looking stone Well and the marionettes near to this well are fully dressed in various outfits such as bellhops, gangsters, businessmen, agents Um, and they have more distinguishing features these ones that are closer some of them look just familiar enough to be eerie to you and every once in a while this machinery will clang to life up in the dark and the marionettes will all just shift forward And one of the complete marionettes swings out over this open well and is lowered into it by its strings. And there's an oversized yellow X painted on the floor near the well. And next to the small... Next to the... um, Next to the X is a small bell.
4: I want to look down the well.
0: Okay. Um... So there's this X on the ground, and there is a um. So this so the X is near the well, Mm -hmm. and you want to look down the well. Yes. Okay. Um, it's just darkness down there, uh, but there's also a bell nearby.
4: Should I ring the bell?
0: You gonna ring
1: it? Ring the bell.
4: Okay. I'm gonna fucking ring the shit out of that bell.
1: So like hit it over like fifty times. Like you're um, really like you're Oh caring. I imagined
4: like
0: Oh I didn't I didn't mention this, but on the on the X is a box. And when you ding the bell, the clothed marionette flattered to life, scoops up the box, and moves to the well. Still on its strings.
1: When you and- say when you say lifelike, does it look like somebody that we recognize?
0: Um, this one, no. It just looks like, but it's, it's a, it has more distinguishing features.
1: Is the box big
2: enough to hold the red book in?
0: Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I would say so. But, uh, when you ding the bell, it grabs the box and it's lifted up, back up over the well. And then it's lowered down into the well.
4: Should I catch a red?
2: No. No.
1: That's... I, I think what's happening here is that they're making copies,
0: and so those in the box I say is is like, um. I mean, it, it had like items that were around here, being placed wherever they need to go.
2: Oh, okay.
0: So, so like this box would have could have contained like one of the things that uh, it's being delivered to Abby or placement on her wall, things like that. Okay. Ambrose, we need uh
4: outfits. We need
0: outfits. Oh yes, yes. Um, what would you like? I, I have very many.
1: Uh a suit and any clean bandages you have, because I don't want to bleed through the suit.
0: Oh yes, of course. And so he, he gives them to you. Um, and, and a
1: mask. Oh yes, yes.
0: Gives you a mask and he gives you um he has um a bunch of like different masks too so he um he says like you know uh, they're all animals so frogs um, a hawk a fly a minotaur a heron a dog um and so these like these masquerade costumes like they're much nicer than these ones like they're like um they're like the mouths actually click open and shut when you speak like they're kind of it to your face and then they move when you move. Um but yeah, um uh, whatever animal you want, if you want to pick one or just Do you guys mind if I take the hawk?
2: That's what I was gonna choose, but go right ahead.
1: I mean we both can be hawks. What what were the other ones? Hawks, frogs, what else?
0: Um Her- I a, a heron, a minotaur, on. um frog uh, a heron is a is a bird, isn't it?
2: Yeah.
0: And, uh, so a dog, a heron, a minotaur, a fly, a hawk, a frog, and then just various other animals. Whatever you want. Is there a shark one?
2: <laughs>
0: sure. Cool. I'm
1: going as a shark. <laughs> okay.
3: All right.
2: Of course you are. I'll be a frig.
1: Okay. I'm surprised you didn't want to go as a frog.
2: I want to be a hawk, and I want my dress to have feathers. Okay.
1: I want a shark skin suit With (laughs) fins on my boots
4: (laughs) I want to be able to launch Poison at people
0: (laughs) Uh, Ambrose Straight out of her nipples You didn't come across a a Locket, did you? A locket? Of Uh, hair? No, no, a locket uh, Like a necklace, a medallion of some kind Didn't we come across the locket?
2: Who Mm -hmm. has it? Did I have it? can't remember who found the fucking locket was that in season one yeah that was Marcus oh no I did I found it in Thomas Menwell's apartment with the play right
0: and would, would you have uh, kept the locket or would you have burned it down with the rest of it
2: I pocketed it with the papers okay
0: we've never said that we've fa- you've had it this whole time mm-hmm. do you want should we do a roll or do we want to are you confident you would have had it
2: Keistered it I
4: mean
0: Cause I'm, it's fine either way I just want to know luck roll. Make a luck? Make a luck. Sure. Lucks are good.
2: Under 50, I have it.
1: Under 50, you yeah. have it.
0: Oh my gosh.
2: I rolled a 7.
0: Ooh. All right. You've had it this whole time.
2: In my backpack with the the radio.
0: Okay.
4: Well, I mean, that makes Perfect. sense. I I brought all of my shit that was associated too. Yeah.
0: I mean, I have
1: my satchel with a bug that I've been carrying for a while now. So yeah, you freak.
2: I completely forgot that I had found that. But yeah, let's just say I shoved it in one of the spare pockets with the walkie-talkie. I've been carrying that around the entire time. And okay,
0: um, so you produce this locket.
2: Yeah, I'll shoulder my backpack off and unzip one of the side pockets, and shit, you can get a new walkie-talkie at this rate. Don't need it anymore. You don't know that. I don't think that I do. I digress. Everyone that I wanted to talk to is dead or here.
1: Like Joey or Chandler or Ross, I'll be there for you.
0: So I'll just read what the locket depicts. So it has a beautiful woman with long brown hair dressed in a manner that suggests the photograph was from the (laughs) 1900s or so. Um, The lock is mundane, has no recognizable symbols. Um... And uh, there's a uh, area on, the, on it that reads Ambrose. And so <laughs> you produce it. and He says, eek, eek, you you brought me my lock, and I've been looking everywhere for that. Thank you so much. Oh, my goodness.
4: Wait, does he turn go into his final form now? <laughs> Thank you.
0: Now I can be the king in yellow. No. Um,
2: What's it worth to you?
0: he says, "I'll do anything. Which I'll lead you to the palace myself.
2: Perfect.
0: Safely. Yes, yes. We can take my contraption. It's on the roof.
2: Perfect. We have a deal, my guy. We have a deal.
0: Thank you so much. Oh my goodness, that's my late wife. It's the only photo I have of her. Er. Well, glad we can
1: bring you some peace."
0: And um nice so job. Yes.
2: Let's change.
0: All right, so you guys get naked? Yep.
2: So understanding that we need to look nice, I'm all about that. I'm still wearing my guns on my side with my Fuck dress. yes. Okay. Yeah. I don't give two shit. Like
1: Laura Croft. I'm tucking.
2: Don't give
4: two tucking shit.
1: Tucking
2: in the back. I have like my guns and I have fucking
4: Knives strapped to me, like...
1: Did I get the shark skin suit? <laughs> sure. <laughs> With the shark fins on the boots? Oh, my sure. God. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Let's go. Uh, at this point... Whatever. Uh, whatever you want, baby. I want a bazooka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Bazookas. You still have dynamite, though. I know. 12 sticks. He's going to put your masks on. We're going to the parade... Or the...
2: I'll grab a a fur shawl and just kind of wrap it and try and... You can't
1: match fur with feather. It it, doesn't work.
2: I don't give a shit. I'm trying to somewhat conceal that I have weapons, but at the end of the day, I don't give a shit.
1: Why don't you do like leg holsters on your dress? You can just put them on your legs.
2: They're not as easily attainable. Just say you got a feather boa. There we go. I'll do a feather boa, a black feather boa. Again, I'm not trying to super conceal that I'm carrying, but just a little bit.
1: We're gonna walk in there, and they're gonna pat you down for fucking weapons, and you should have fucking shoved it up your hoo-ha. I'm
4: gonna put it in their fucking neck. That's where her exacto knife is.
1: That's where <laughs> your exacto knife is. One of the many. I'm gonna take fifty exacto knives with me. Can I? She she wants a mechanical, uh,
0: like Assassin's Creed. Uh, yep. Yeah, just
1: <laughs> ch- that and would it's be great. Fucking,
0: all right, so uh, he leads you up to the top of this uh, factory, um, to this area. It looks like you could see it from the from the ground. It looks like a merry-go-round. Um, wooden painted sculptures like horses, fish, and dogs uh, line its deck on their all-bearing saddles. Um, he says, With this, I, I can travel all around the city if I need to. Without getting shot at? Oh, just anywhere I'd like to go. Now can take take you with me um it's not it's not super fun you might feel a little sick but uh here's some goggle, goggles and uh alright hop on uh, hop on there's a shark <laughs> before you ask there's a shark uh, uh animal <laughs> is there yeah for reals just cause I cause I knew you were gonna ask <laughs> You're like shark boy, just and
2: get on your shark. So it's like a carousel.
0: Yeah, yeah pretty much. Yeah,
1: fucking, I'm hopping on the shark.
0: And so uh, the clockwork child's with him, and uh, so he straps you guys in, you know, whatever animal you want. He straps you guys in, gives you guys goggles, <clears throat> right? And um, he says, "All right, strap in. All right, here we go." And he's just throwing levels uh, levers, and this machine starts, and soon. The world outside is nothing but a multicolored blur, spinning out of control. I need you guys to all make sanities.
1: We're riding on the propellers of a helicopter. Beams.
2: Big fat fail. Pass. I passed.
0: Okay, you guys, everybody pass. Oh, you failed. I failed. Okay. Go
2: ahead and roll your die.
0: Three points of sanity for you as from helplessness. One for each of you as you just feel like you're going to fly off of this thing. It's making you sick. Um, you can't detect anything beyond this gun-wrenching spinning machine. Um, but about a minute or so, um, right outside the palace, this, and he calls it an orrery, and uh, you, Vanessa, you get off and you're sitting there for like five minutes just vomiting (laughs) and you're nauseous, just
2: I don't do well with fast moving. I've never liked roller coasters. That was awful.
0: It'll be okay. This This is a marvelous contraption, isn't it?
1: Have you ever considered putting a stationary object below it that doesn't spin? Oh, no, and then it won't work. It'll just sit there. Have you ever heard of a helicopter?
0: Uh, no, no. Yes, no.
2: Look it up, homie. Look it up.
0: I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna... to... It, it's It's not like you flew either. It's almost like you teleported.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, well it's,
0: it's got a bit of a weirdness to it. Uh, but he, he's patting you on the back nest as you're vomiting, and he's just like... Oh.
2: Don't fucking touch me. Oh,
0: sorry. I have a bottle of water for you.
2: I'll take that and drink it.
1: Yeah. She prefers whiskey. All right, it's whiskey.
2: <laughs> I'll oh, drink that, that oh, too. Oh, oh. All
0: right, and... Um,
4: so we've gotten off of the contraption. I'm done puking. Can we go in now? Are mm-hmm. we about to bid him farewell? Uh, Yes. So I want to turn on and say, I have a, I have a question for you, Ambrose.
0: Yeah, yes, what can I do for you?
4: Why would you agree be part of something so cruel as to drive people insane to cause death and to help someone who doesn't serve you.
0: This is all I've ever known.
4: Well, I encourage you to do better. and I'm going to turn and walk
1: away. Oh, fuck. Veronica coming out fucking <laughs> swinging. swinging. Jesus.
0: All right, and then uh, he throws some levers and does he go back and fucking unalive himself (laughs) (laughs)
1: Jesus Christ this is all I've ever known
0: um so you see there's like a line um outside the palace people are waiting in full costume for this masquerade and there's people just meandering about and um you uh, just kind of see that, yeah. There's a couple hundred people outside.
2: Do they all have invitations?
0: Um, yeah. You can see that some of them have tickets and stuff.
2: So it's not like the we don't have tickets. We're trying to gain access
4: so, line.
0: So, so, so somebody like
4: there isn't a bouncer. Like no entry. So
0: you're watching, and so those people that are not in any costume are shouted at by guards and are taken away thrown out um, you look and when when one of the people gets up and they don't have an invitation you hear like they're shouting in that uh, strange foreign language and um, the guards t- come and take them away as well
1: so the last person on the In the line, can I tap them and
0: say, "Hey, can I see your ticket?" Yeah, you see, there's two two large fat men. One of them you recognize, uh, Emmett Mosby. You did some people have done research. You guys have seen Nate's name a couple times, and and another man who you don't recognize. Um, And uh, he's wearing this ridiculous gray gold costume with a walrus mask. And uh, you you tap him on the shoulder. What do you say? Excuse me, sir. Yes. Uh,
1: I just wanted to make sure that I had the right ticket. Can I see yours? This is what mine looks like. Can I see yours?
0: Oh, mm, mm, sure. Yeah.
1: Does it look exactly the same? Yes. Okay. So we don't have like a VIP pass to a line jump or anything like that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No. And I mean, the the line's moving, so.
1: Okay. Uh, Thank you, sir. Uh, I'm uh, I'm Dylan. Oh, nice to meet you. My name is Emmett. This is my good friend Dedescu. Oh, hi, Dedescu. Hi, Mr. Emmett.
0: M- uh, Mr. M- Mosby. Mosby. Hi, I Mr. Mosby. Yes, um, and I'd be happy to translate for my friend Dedescu here. Oh, what language does he speak? Oh, he speaks Tartessian.
1: Oh, Tartessian. I'm not familiar with the language.
0: Hmm. Yes, it's uh, the local language.
1: W- where would I... W- so I'm fairly new here. Um... Where would a fellow learner translate
0: Tartessian? Oh, well, uh, um, you need to know somebody who knows it. and You can tell they're drunk. Oh, okay. Um, and he says, uh, you know, did you, have you, did you happen to come across a dictionary? You know, I haven't seen oh, one yes. since I've arrived. That would be the way to do it.
1: Okay. Uh, if I run into any issues tonight, do you mind if I come grab you? Would you mind helping me? I'll buy you a drink for uh, every everybody you help me translate for.
0: Oh, yes, sure.
1: Do I still have money? Do I have money for this world? No. That's out of character.
2: (laughs) No, we have. No.
4: Just the tokens. Mm,
0: Yes. Are you here to. Did you hear about the American? No. She's the talk of the town. She's become the favorite of the royal family. Mm, I met her here.
1: Is her name Abigail?
0: Oh, yes, that is correct. Oh. Um I met her here in Carcosa and brought her to Ambrose, and he took her to the palace. Now she's Camilla's pet. She will definitely be at the masquerade, and rumour has it that she's wearing the mask of a cat. Okay. Interesting, I think. How so? Oh, just you know, just interesting that uh she's been the favorite of the royals, and we've all been here and there and about.
1: All right. Well, thank you for your time, Mr. Mosby. Uh, I won't bother you. I'll let you get back to your friend. But thank you. You've been uh, extremely helpful.
0: Yes, yes. Thank you very much. Um, and uh, might I say you look familiar? Have, I met, have we met?
1: I don't believe we've met, but you have a familiar face, too. I, I get told a lot that I have a familiar face. Oh, interesting.
0: All right. Well, right. I'll see you, and then the line is moving rapidly. They're just like, you out, you out, in, yeah, out, in, out, right? So we're walking and talking. Yeah, yeah. And eventually, you make it to the end of the line, and these guards—they're costumed—and um, you hand out your invitation, and they start searching you. So they start patting you down. That's something you would have noticed on your way. Ooh, if they're if they're <laughs> gonna pat me,
1: I'm going to uh, get rid of my gun.
0: Okay, you're gonna toss it. Like, yeah. Okay, you're gonna toss it. Okay, yep. Okay. Um, what do you guys do?
1: Shit. Keister. I was
4: thinking like Tits. Either yeah, like one in the boobs, like a gun in the boobs, and
2: then like super inner thigh for one of
4: the Uh, I have a
0: contested roll if you guys wanna do some stealth. Sure.
2: I'm gonna stick one in my boobs and the other one I'm just gonna discard. Okay. I'll just take one in with me. So stealth.
0: Yeah. I don't have this. And you can see like they're confiscating them, they're not like they're they're grabbing them and putting them off to the side and then oh, letting okay. people in. Oh, In they're that not, case, then yeah. I
1: won't I won't throw it, but I'll I'll just hand it over as I get up there. Okay.
0: Yeah. So they're searching you, patting you down. Um, thirteen. You made a thirteen.
2: Yep. I failed it.
4: That sucks.
1: Okay. What did you have? It's contested.
4: A ten.
0: Uh, oh, it's it's contested against the guard's alertness, which I have the number. So oh. I think you guys just have to beat that.
4: What's Oh, I rolled a 44.
0: A 44? And you failed? I don't know. Your stealth?
2: Really? Uh, yeah, my stealth, yeah. Um I have a high stealth.
0: What's your stealth? Mine?
4: Yeah. 10.
0: Oh, 10. Okay, so you've critically failed. Yeah. He also failed. Um Can My so stealth I-
2: is a 50 and I got a 13. Can okay,
0: I roll so yeah, persuade?
2: you're Yeah.
0: Uh so what did you have on you? Just the knives?
4: I had a gun
0: too. Okay, well, um, you you critically failed, and he regular failed. So I would say that like you dropped it or something. Okay. Um, when you dropped like one of the guns out of your boobs or something, and uh, he grabs it, and oh, thanks for that. And he puts it off to the side. Um, you're able to successfully hide a big old gun
2: under my my tatas. Have it tucked.
1: Thank God you got big knockers.
0: Right? <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but she's got like triple Z's. <laughs> we didn't talk about that this whole time. She just um, lifted it up, put the uh, gun yeah. underneath it, set it back down. It's going to be real hot when it comes out there. <laughs> Sweaty. Hot boob sweat. You um, have <laughs> to take a minus 20 for all
1: the moisture in
0: the gun. <laughs> yeah. Good. <ugh>, Jeez. <laughs> gun oil. Uh, all right. So you are able to sneak yours in. They They grab yours and... Uh, confiscate your weapons, and take your invitations, and then you guys are able to walk in.
4: Still got that dynamite in your butt? <laughs>
1: I think I left it. Twelve
0: sticks of dynamite up my ass? Jesus. Sounds like Tuesday. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, one fart and it's all over. Um... <laughs> Okay, so... Guys, I
1: feel a little full.
0: Eventually, you make your way to... Okay,
2: this is not face.
0: Um, the ballroom. Uh-huh. Like, it's... Yeah, you guys them off.
2: It was starting to hurt my, yeah,
1: yeah. my eyebrows. Okay, so the first thing that I'm going to do is I'm going to grab this... I'm, I'm going to be, like,
2: Escorting. gentlemanly
1: to the ladies. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to grab you by your... Pulling away from me oh sorry Um, uh, I'm I'm gonna ask them do you see my mom or dad anywhere
2: everyone's in masks it's gonna be kinda hard
1: that's what she said also (laughs) anything that slightly resembles either one of them
2: we'll look we'll look
0: Veronica Veronica
4: See your sister? Trust me, I am looking already.
0: Okay. So, um this ballroom is hypnotic. The music, there's dancing, there's costumes, they move and flow and shift, which is comforting and yet also like you're in awe of how it looks. Um You Looks like this place is pretty packed. Um, lots of them are hidden behind these uh, Demi masks which cover the eyes and face the whole face I mean and why don't you guys uh, make a search or just looking for faces you might recognize or people you might recognize I got a
2: 28 under
4: 43 I failed you get a 9 under 68
1: okay
0: you're scanning around and you see a lock of blonde hair sticking out of a mask and
1: oh look a baboon <laughs> you it, see that mask it looks so cool
0: and uh, you walk over next to the baboon uh, wearing person is a is a, a lock of blonde hair And you see that it's, like, she's wearing a butterfly mask.
4: Um, so, like, Veronica and Claudia, when they were younger, they kind of had their own, like, means of communication. So she's going to say something that would, just in passing, that would be from when they were younger.
0: Okay, what would that look like? Um... Not to put you on the spot, but That's
4: exactly what's happening. Uh she'll say. She'll say biology was such a drag today. Just as if she's talking to someone else to see if if the blonde person looks over.
0: And she lifts her mask, and it is Claudia. <laughs>
4: And I'm going to nudge Cameron so that he looks over.
1: Same face. Okay.
0: And you guys are still wearing your masks, and she lifts up her mask, and she goes,
1: You're here.
4: Took me 20 20 years.
0: And she gives you a big hug.
4: I'm going to squeeze the shit out of her, and I'm going to say, I'm not alone.
1: I'll slowly lift my mask up.
0: Okay. And she says the person wearing the baboon mask goes, Marcus, look who it is.
4: But they haven't aged, right?
0: Uh, No. They haven't. So Marcus lifts his mask up. What does he say? I'm gonna let you play him.
1: <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna have to compose myself here for a second. Give me a sec. What would Marcus say? Cooters. <laughs> I don't. I don't think Cameron would register to Marcus. I don't think that he would. Okay. I think Claudia would register. Yeah. But what would he say to you? Okay, I got it. Took you long enough.
4: You know, we had a promise to keep. I'm gonna nudge Ness
1: now. Oh fuck, how many people have you killed by now?
2: It's nice to see you too, Marcus.
1: Who you guys got with you?
0: Now talk to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> see how um, fun it is. <laughs> um,
1: hi. I'm Cameron. Cameron!
4: Do you want me to play Claudia?
1: Sure. Okay. Claudia I ain't playing him.
4: <laughs> yeah. Cameron.
1: Really? Cam he's here. Well, come here, son. I mean Marcus is gonna like wrap him up in a in a hug. I bet you old son is uh the old boy's gotten a bunch of cooter in his day, and he <laughs>
0: uh, stop no it. dad. Does no. Cameron pull out like a ball and a glove and he's like, <laughs> You think
1: we could, Paul? <laughs> uh,
4: they said he would come back, and he did.
0: I have
1: the prophecy was right, I guess. He uh, he came back to us. And then it's my turn to squeeze the shit out of him. <laughs> Look at him there. Chip off the old block. I'm going to pat his ass. Marcus is going to pat his ass.
4: <laughs> okay. I still can't believe you're here.
1: After all this time.
4: Just know that we we didn't want to leave you, but we had to. And look, you found you found my sister.
1: He wasn't ready. But now he is.
4: I suppose you're right.
1: And look. Look at the two of you ready, too. God, it's been a long time. He's going to reach over and give Ness a hug. And then he's going to reach over and give uh, Veronica a hug as well. As it's soon good as I pull out you.
2: of that hug, I'm going to punch you in the shoulder. <laughs> You motherfucker! I've been looking for you for twenty years. Hey, I
1: found my bottle. No we, shit. We found ours too. You got well. Obviously, you're here. But we didn't open them. You didn't open your bottles yet. No. Oh man. There's some good shit in them bottles. Oh. It will make you lose yourself. In the moment. You own it.
4: Oh. And you can. <laughs> and you got to
1: grasp it and never let it go.
4: You want to hear some shit?
1: What? What do you got?
4: Mac is a demon.
1: What? It's a fucking demon. I was going to start a rap group with that guy. He <laughs> <I> still can. <laughs> I think that would be an awesome. Maybe I could be the rap god, and he could be the rap devil.
2: Oh, my God.
4: You, I'm sure you guys could work out the specifics
1: of that.
2: You haven't changed it at all, have you, Marcus? Well. You know that I've been, I attended your fucking funeral. Yeah. And yeah, I've been did. visiting your grave for 20 motherfucking years, and you've been here whooping it up.
1: I'm not dead.
2: Oh, God, I... Your family thought you were.
1: Yeah. I always knew that you guys would make it here.
4: Was it really you calling through the radio? Did you ever try and contact us?
1: Was it me calling through the radio?
0: Yeah, so when Marcus went through the door at the end of season one, um, he was... He met up with Ambrose and um, was playing around with that walk with one of the walkie talkies.
1: Yeah, yeah. I tried to get a hold of you guys. Uh, I was trying to help guide you here.
2: Did you know that that just came through?
1: We, no, I did that right when I got here before took, I either came to the palace. It, it
4: took 20 years for it to get to us. Really? You had
2: to meet your son for
4: it to come really?
1: through. Really? Yeah. How is the kid?
2: He's brilliant, Marcus.
1: Oh, is he? Yeah. He's Nothing like, like you. <laughs> you get his mom's brain? <laughs> Claude's just squeezing him.
2: He's brilliant. He's a good kid.
1: Oh, that's good to hear. You guys kept him safe.
2: Tried. It was a hell of a time. He has your mischievous side.
1: Oh, does he? Does he?
2: <sighs> yes, he does.
1: I'm glad you guys are here.
4: But now what happens?
1: Well, I think there's probably somebody else you guys got to go meet.
4: I don't know if I want to meet the king. He's put me through hell.
1: Oh, I'm not talking about the king.
0: Abby's here. Oh, yeah. And you look in, in this blue ball gown with a blue cat mask, you see this uh, woman. And um, he says, you know, he, he would tell her that, that she's right over there.
2: Marcus, you remember her dad?
0: Uh, Tim. Uh,
2: Tom. T- t- Tom.
1: Tom. Yeah, that's right. Tom. You he made him? it
2: through the labyrinth with us, but then died. Didn't he
1: just fucking right...
2: We found him in Mac's bar. Oh, no shit. And then he got to Hotel Bridalbin with us, made it through the Whisper Labyrinth, found his motherfucking bottle. He died in the battlefield out there.
1: No kidding. He
2: almost made it. <sighs> Barry, too.
1: Oh, really? Abby's been waiting for Thomas. She thought that he would make it.
4: Well, we have some some news to tell her.
0: Mm. And uh, so off in the distance, or, you know, Toward the end, uh, almost like a big centerpiece at the very end, far end of this palace, of this ballroom. I mean, you see what must be the royal family. And when I said that there is no queen there, or that there who the queen is, there isn't one, apparently. So you see sisters Casilda and Camilla, they're all from the play. Uh, Thale and Aldenus. Sons? Um, They're the brothers, and you see advisors, Uot and Naotalba, they're wearing white robes and black masks, and they all stand either side of an empty golden throne. And they consider the crowd, they're smiling thinly beneath their opulent masks, and um, these royals, they are all from the play. You would recognize them based on their descriptions alone. Um, And also, just from what you know, Of the history. And uh, eventually, Abigail sees you guys without your masks on. She comes over and she says, Hi. Abby. These are friends of mine. Yes. Oh, yes. I know. I sent them invitations. You did? Yes. Even my boy? Oh, yes. Yes. Cameron. Yeah. Hi,
1: Abby. I'm Cameron.
0: She's. This is weird, she guys. Says, yes, I know. It's I know. okay, honey. I know all that you've been through to get here. I know, Abby. Yes.
2: Can I have a moment?
0: Yes, of course. Well, I, I must. I must tell you something before that. Okay. Listen. Did you bring a bottle? JC Lynn's bottle, about yeah, the office bottle. Yes. Yeah, Cameron has it. Uh, yes, well, um, look around. He's, he's in a raven mask. You'll want that. Okay. This is very important. Hey.
2: Cameron, Veronica, you guys want to go find him? We'll go find him. JC? Uh,
0: but sure. What, what did you want to speak about? Your dad. Oh, yes. How is he doing?
2: He made it to Berdalbin with us. He made it through the labyrinth and found his bottle. But unfortunately, he was shot in the battlefield and died in one of the factories. And he wanted me to tell you that he tried. He looked for you all this time, and he was so close. But he tried.
0: You see her eyes well up with tears, and uh, she pulls out like a handkerchief or something like that, and she pats it, and she says shouldn't have come. He should not have tried.
2: It consumed him, Abby. He... There was no deterring him. We tried. There was no deterring him. He wanted to find you. And you were the last thing on his mind when he died.
0: Yeah, and she's crying, and she says, um... Oh, I loved him so much. And she's... I wish he he would have tried to live.
2: I'm sorry, Abby.
0: Thank you for telling me.
4: And, like, Veronica's standing off to the side, but she can't help but to feel, like, a little bitter. Because if it wasn't for Abigail, her life would not have been turned upside down. But everybody's
1: like yeah in this everyone. this whole group that's standing right here
4: yeah but she's she's not gonna broach that subject we Ka- need to find jC
1: Cameron is gonna be looking around the room for, for a Raven mask
0: okay all right yeah so yeah um after just a couple minutes you spot you spot him I'm just gonna walk directly up to him okay yeah you see um, Are you guys coming
2: yeah, I'm
0: with you. Tall, thin, middle-aged man in an old-looking suit wearing the mask of a mechanical raven. Um, so all of these masks, like, these are clearly one of Ambrose's creations. Every single one of these. And for whatever reason, he's carrying around this portable Remington Remit typewriter. So as, as we're walking away... His room... Mm-hmm.
2: Was that his room in Birdalbin that we were seeing with the play?
0: Yeah, the room with the typewriter in it? Yeah. yeah that was his room.
2: <laughs> Holy shit. Okay, sorry. And,
0: um, he, he kind of smells of gin. And, um, says, Good evening. My name is J.C. Lins. How are you today? Good. Cameron Moore. And, yeah, he, he smelled gin on his breath. And, um... He says, well, I'm a scribbler by trade, as they say. Um, it's nice to
1: meet you. Nice to meet you too. I work with computers by trade, but oh, interesting. I think I have something that you want. Oh, okay. What? What do you have? I'm gonna reach down in my bag. I'm, I'm gonna kind of do it off to the side so he can't see what all's in my bag. Find the bottle that belongs to him. Unwrap it. And present it. I'm not going to give it to him. I'm going to hold it in front of him.
0: Okay, he says, oh, "You brought me my bottle." Whoa. Yeah,
4: huh? but how did you Whoa. get here
0: without it? Well, I was I was taken. I traveled here with Abby. Not taken. I, I I traveled here with Abby. Everybody that's here
1: had to find their bottle, right?
0: No, that's not true at all.
4: That's all we've been told for 20 years. We
1: need to find our bottle to get here.
0: Oh yes, you find your bottle, you find your truth. but uh, to make your way to Carcosa it helps yes, but you you can be led there by many people. I I, I am so sorry that, uh, that that's what you thought. The invitation
1: that Abby sent to us. Oh yes, yes. indeed said that we needed to find your bottle? The author's bottle, right? The labyrinth, the author, his bottle, yours. And then nothing, except for nothing is true, except out is through.
0: Yes, okay. Yes, well, I th- thank you very much. I really, really appreciate it.
4: I think maybe we can ask fucking favor this time.
1: <laughs> So, yeah, does this mean that you owe us a favor? Oh, anything you'd like. Really, anything that you like. I would... Anything. At any time that I call on it. Anything you want. Anything?
0: Within reason. (laughs) He's like, uh, I don't know if I'm into that, buddy. He says, yeah, anything
1: you would like. Yes, of course. Whenever I call on you for your favor, you be ready. Oh, okay, absolutely. You guys okay if I hand him his bottle?
4: I don't see why not. To
0: heck? be honest, uh, I've, I've, been on a, I've been on the skids as of late uh, to write my next book. I uh, What's it called? Well, I, I, I don't know yet. What's oh. it about? I don't know yet. That's what I'm saying. I've got a bit of a writer's block. I've got a deadline due. Oh, yes. Thank you. And uh, It's says, salty. Thank you so much.
4: Fills with tears.
0: Yes. He says... um And uh, he kind of fumbles with it, and he puts his typewriter down, and he grabs the cork, and he... Jesus. It's not going to be worth much, is it? He holds it up to his ear, and he listens, and he smiles smiles big smile and he says I know the story I need to write thank you so much he says he grabs up the typewriter and he says he grabs you by the shoulders and he says along the shore the cloud waves break the twin suns sink behind the lake the shadows lengthen in Carcosa and then he laughs and he vanishes he just walks off and vanishes into the crowd I need you to make a sanity. All of us. Just him. Because you guys aren't with him, are you?
2: Yeah, yeah, we are.
4: you are standing, standing next to me. Him. Oh.
0: Okay. Um. All right. Uh, you guys make sanities too.
2: We're standing on either side of him.
1: Uh, failed. Okay. Fifty-three over forty-five.
4: Nine under sixty-two. I
2: critically failed.
0: How many how much sanity do you have?
2: I don't want to say. I have 24 points of sanity left.
0: Okay. How much do you have?
2: 62?
0: Oh, I mean, uh what did you did you fail or pass? I passed. Okay, so you passed. Okay. Um
2: I'm hurting on sanity.
0: You take 6 points of sanity. Oh fuck. And you both failed and you critically Cameron, you take 17 points of sanity and you take a maximum of 20 as you all realize that by delivering his bottle, you just gave him the inspiration to write, to the, write king. the king in yellow.
4: Fuck. All right, now we gotta go kill him.
1: Hold on, I'm doing math.
0: <laughs> How much sanity do you have? Ooh, hot, hot Damn.
2: Ness is about to be lost.
1: Did I just give him the king in yellow? Yeah, kid, you did. Fuck. That's that's not what. What do we do? That's not what I meant to do.
2: I know. It's not what any of us meant to do. What 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 do we do from here?
4: <laughs> Bomb this whole fucking place. We can set it on fire. Should we set it on fire? <laughs> I
2: mean, we are good at it. We are really good at it. Are we responsible? Oh my god.
4: How could we have not seen this coming? That fucking Lisette bitch. We were asking them all that stuff and all of a sudden, they they knew. They had to have known.
1: They've known the whole time. There's only one thing left to do. We need to meet the king.
4: What do we do then? You got a gun? Are there any tables with, like,
2: dining things on it?
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's, like, food and stuff.
4: All right, I'm grabbing a fucking knife.
2: Do you really think that these things are going to kill the king? Do you really think?
1: i fucking try. I, I, I don't know. Our, our, we've just created everything that we've tried to stop. I got it.
2: I'm gonna march my ass over to Marcus. Okay. Marcus.
1: Hey, hey, yeah. What's up?
2: Did you know about JC Linz? You fucking know.
1: I've I've seen JC around, but he usually keeps to himself. He really doesn't say much. What about him?
2: I, we just gave him his bottle. Do you know what was in his bottle?
1: Uh, mine was my truth about some of this shit, but
0: no, what was in his bottle?
4: This is the invention of the King in Yellow. What? He we just at
0: him like Abby is not anywhere to be found.
2: I'm going to strangle that bitch. We just handed him the King in Yellow. So he could the
1: spread palm. it. Like the book? Just, you yes. gave him the book?
2: The book.
4: The inspiration to write the fucking book. You. We didn't the know. The book was already written. <sighs> We're in a place where time isn't the same. Look at us. We are so much older than you now.
1: Yeah, but y'all still look fine.
4: Oh Jesus Christ!
2: Fucking Marcus. Claudia's like,
1: really? You're gonna go there <laughs> right mean, now? It's,
4: huh? it, we have a, she's our son your twin. here. She's our your twin. son is she here. Looks exactly the same. I knew I should have slid his throat for real.
2: <laughs> I'm looking for Abby.
0: Okay, and uh, yeah, try as you might, um, can't find her. And and uh,
4: Camilla, where's where's that fucking Camilla lady?
0: She's off, uh, and and there's guards. Dressed in like this regal lion outfit, they are huge, and there are many of them. Palace guards. And do we summon a demon? Um, there's a. Um. So for you, uh, Ness, I need you to make an alert, Ness. Alert Ness. <laughs> it's
2: a critical fail.
0: Okay. Um. You.
2: Four fucking points
0: you suddenly hear like everybody's talking and laughing and some people are dancing and things like that and then all of a sudden people are like there he, there it is he's here do you see him he's here i see him and you see this figure haunting the shadowed areas of the room that you're in. It's an oversized figure with a plain white face clad in gold and silver. And you see it, this figure moving in the shadows. And as you look at the king in yellow, I need you all to make a sanity. And looking at him for too long is painful. It, it, it hurts. You have to avert your eyes.
4: Critical pass Okay. For
0: success. You take one point of sanity.
1: Critical fail
0: by two points. Okay.
2: A regular fail. Okay.
4: I'm just going to visibly shake.
0: With your critical failure, you take six points of sanity. Vanessa, you take one. That is what I rolled. And... How do do we kill him? How do we end this? And uh, they say... You hear some whispered hushes uh, among the crowd, and they say, It's almost time. Time for what? The end. He's going to remove his mask, and then it will be the end.
4: Not if I end him first.
1: (laughs) Gonna stab a shadow to death?
4: Fucking try.
0: And you see in the corner an old woman she takes off her mask and she says she looks at you and she, all three of you and she says it's Madame Sister uh,
2: Justine or whatever her
0: name uh, is I have
1: it yeah that's we don't right do
2: fucking time for this lady I'll
1: walk over to her hey I don't have a whole lot of fucking time for a tarot reading
2: make it quick
0: She says, Escape is possible. You've played your part now. You can leave.
4: How could we ever leave? How could we ever go back after what we just did? We fought for so long, and now it's… it's for nothing
1: has to be something that we can do.
2: I'm going to hug Veronica and I'm going to whisper in your ear get him out of here. And then I'm going to turn to you. I'm going to give you a very gentle kiss on your lips. I get the lip kiss? Oh, look at that. Have a great life, kid. And I'm going to dip into the crowd.
0: Okay. All right. And... So you make your way through the crowd. Madame Triumphy. Just standing there. What are you... um, Are you going to... Sorry, I'm at a loss for words, too. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I got confused. Um, So you dip into the crowd. And at that point, uh, Marcus and Claudia, they walk up to Cameron and Veronica.
1: We have to go after her.
4: No, you have to get out of here. You're not meant to be here. They got you out for a
1: reason. You need to go. So, so Mark, Marcus is going to come up and wrap his hand around you and say, "She's right, kid. We got you out once. This isn't for you."
4: Me. I lived my life. This is what this is what I wanted. This is exactly what I wanted. And I'm getting it. But you You have so much more to do in your life. And I, I want you to do it. We all want you to do
1: it. You sure this is what you want? Mom? Dad? Well,
4: how gonna say letting you go was the hardest thing i ever did in my life but it was probably the best thing i ever did because it meant you got to be not here you won't be here for the end you will be able to continue but for me this is what this this is what my life has led up to
1: well i see you guys again
4: You never know. Stranger things have happened, huh? That's right. What does Marcus say?
0: Something dumb.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Son, I I have to impart some wisdom on you before you leave. When you're shooting cooters, you shoot at (laughs) 3.7 aperture. (laughs) That's how you get the best resolution. Claud- now, if you go to my apartment... going to and-
4: nudge him. <laughs> Stop it.
0: My- yeah, he needs to go burn all of the things under my mattress. Tell your son you love Don't him. look at
1: him. Cameron, I love you.
4: We love you so much, Cam.
1: This is not the place for you. You need to go. I got your mom. I got your aunt. I'm sure I'm going to find Ness and she's crazy. I'll take care of them, but you have to go. And Marcus will give Cameron the the one-arm hug. Like pat his back aggressively, like too hard. <laughs> like cuz he's worked out too much. Yeah. <laughs> he's swollen. The kids in Cartosa, <laughs> let me tell you. You see this fucking tan? <laughs> <laughs> but not the time. We'll talk about it. Uh, I'll, I'll have you met person? I'll send him. <laughs> I'll send a message. Um, but look at the biceps. Anyway, you need to go. This isn't your place.
4: Claudia's gonna hug him and squeeze him tightly and give him a kiss on the cheek and say, "We'll always love you." But you need to go before you can't.
1: And Cameron's gonna look at all three of you and. Give you all a hug. Give his mom a kiss on the on the forehead. Give Veronica a kiss on the cheek, and say thank you. And then turn around to Madame Toussaud in her wax museum. <laughs> and- <laughs> okay. 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 Sam,
0: okay, I'm ready. All right, and um, so she starts shuffling her deck and she's stacking, spinning and fanning the cards in this hypnotic display and she sprays the cards directly at your face and you stumble back and When you regain your composure, you realize that you are alone in the room and all others are gone. And you look and there's a trail of these tarot cards leading off. And you follow it and it leads you to this small, uneven door embedded in a wall. You go through?
1: I'll hesitantly reach out. Do I still have my bottle on me? Yes. Do I have Chloris's bottle on me? Yes.
4: (laughs) You're going to deliver it?
1: I am going to deliver it. Just slowly reach out, turn the
0: handle, open it. Okay. And you walk through. Now you're standing with Claudia, Veronica... Marcus is there.
4: It's very bittersweet because we know what's coming, but we, we found each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And so you're just holding each other. And then Vanessa, you make your way to the front. You see the, the king has kind of made his way up to his throne. You see his white... Mask, but you know that he doesn't wear a mask, that is his true face, and then all the world is a lie, and the only thing that's left is your gun and him.
2: I'm gonna shoot that motherfucker in the face, or I'm gonna go down trying.
1: What's it it, uh, Veronica, always said to you? Your gun only cocks in one volume?
2: Fuck yeah, it does.
0: And the bullet hits him square in the forehead. and And suddenly you're looking at him from a distance and he points his face to you. And all of a sudden he's all that you can see as he looms at you and he it's almost like he grows in size, and…
2: Can I continue to squeeze?
0: Oh, yeah, just yeah. repeatedly over, and over, yeah. and over, you just and keep over. shooting until you just click, click, click. And, um… You… <clears throat> you are engulfed. And the king blots out the world. And suddenly... You're on a stage.
2: Of course I fucking am.
0: As you try to remember your lines, you say... You say them, but they, no, no, they don't come out, right? As you utter your line you it just comes out gibberish and so they quickly usher you off the stage and calendar on the wall says that it's 1955 and the calendar the picture on the calendar says New York City eventually you make your way outside of this place The theater marquee above you says just a bunch of letters. You can't read them.
2: Not a single word? Nothing?
0: Nothing. You can't read them. You can't interpret them. And as you speak, the words coming out of your mouth, they make sense in your head, but you cannot articulate them. Eventually, you're found wandering New York City, and they incarcerate you, take you to an asylum. One of the nurses says, We have no name for you, dear. I'll just put you down as sun- sunshine. Isn't that nice? at the masquerade so the hour draws near and the end is here all clocks set to midnight king stands up by his throne and he removes his mask to the shock and awe of everyone and now you all truly see the universe as it is the world that you knew was never real suddenly you're you see friendly, smiling, black-suited attendants. They sweep in and rush you and you rush all of you into new positions. Um, and by all of you, I mean Veronica, and Marcus, Claudia, and you lack the all ability to resist. You're stripped, dressed in stage clothing. You quickly, your stage makeup is put on you. After this flurry of activity is done. Pushed and tugged in different directions, and led to various rooms, hallways, and finally positioned on a vast stage. You see Mosby. He appears, he considers a script, he whispers a line to you over and over again. It's a brief and forgettable, sounds like nonsense. A curtain becomes up behind you to reveal the set, an apartment with a strange wall filled with random items. <laughs> so, bitch. The curtain before them, or before you, comes up to reveal an audience, and every person that you've ever encountered in this game is in the audience watching. The crowd applauds, and realize that you're on stage, and stage approximation of what you wore on that very first day in 1995. Where you found yourself gathered together to investigate the disappearance of someone named Abigail Wright. Just off stage, Mosby mouths a line to you and he twirls his finger to get you to say it.
4: What is it?
0: My name is Claudia. And so we come to an end of sorts. A play that contains multitudes. All who died. All who live. And all who yet shall. Upon this stage with us. Forever. Curtain. and you uh, walk through the door. You come into a very familiar room. You walk over and sit down at the bar. Mac turns around and says, Hey, kid. You made it. What can I get you? Double whiskey yeah and uh, he pours himself one and he says what happened to the dames are they not with you they didn't make it that's a damn shame
1: I don't think you're gonna get your date ah that's alright nobody made it you made it didn't you guess but
0: I did meet my dad Uh, did you tell him that he owes me 20 bucks it didn't come up damn it uh well I'll miss him yeah me too seemed like an interesting guy
1: he did tell me how to take good pictures of cooters though
0: I bet he did (laughs) Seen the wall in my bathroom.
1: No, last time Mr. Castain was in there shaking his keys and it was distracting. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm full of cooters.
0: <laughs> but what's uh what's for you now? I don't know. You seem lighter. You seem like you have a weight been a weight that's been lifted.
1: Got a couple things I gotta do yet, but I got lots of time. i going to reach down out of my whiskey. <laughs> Thanks for everything, Mac. Yeah, kid.
0: And walk out the door. Yeah, I'll see you around, buddy. You come visit me sometime. And you're washed in sunlight as you walk out the door on a bright, beautiful day.
4: Here in the dark there's a sliver of light peeking in.
0: Make a sanity.
1: Okay. (laughs) Twenty-eight in the past. (laughs) Actually, no, that's a fail.
0: five years later we see Cameron he's a smartly dressed man he's got a laptop bag he's walking down a very familiar road in New York he walks to Kips Bay in Manhattan takes a cab and then walks the rest of the way and he sits down on a bench next to a park outside of the McAllister building and he stares at the building. After about five or ten minutes you see a little old woman kind of shuffling by and she sits down What does she say?
2: She's going to reach over and grab your hand. And pull out a notebook. Come here. Hey. Come here. Hey. Hey. Hey.
1: Cameron's going to reach over and grab it and kind of look at her. What's this? Hey,
3: hey, hey. Uh, uh, uh,
1: uh. Anything special about the book?
0: Is there anything special about the book?
4: It's leather bound and it has, it's embossed with a V and a C. It's
1: black. Cameron's going to recognize those initials immediately and open up the first page.
0: And what does he see?
4: It says, dearest Cameron, finish what we started. Love and V."
1: Close the book back up. You said I have my laptop bag on me. Yeah. I reach down. Is Midas still in there? Um.
0: Have, have you been feeding him?
1: <laughs> I would say. Sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Then, yeah. Okay. I'm going to take
1: him out. Okay. And things are clicking. I'm going to hand Midas to Sunshine.
2: Okay. (laughs) She's going to stand up and walk away from you.
1: Then I want to walk to the McAllister building.
0: Fade to black.